All right. Welcome back to I'll Smoke With You. Your host, Tom Ass here, joined by the voluntary sound guy, Doug. I almost... Hey, hey, hey. I almost feel like we need to come up with a better nickname for you, but that's kind of where it started. So we'll uh, we'll find something. We'll find something. Uh, how are you doing today, though? Doing pretty well, man. Yeah. Uh, it's been a good day, just, you know, working. Um, my wife got a tattoo from the Radical Electric Studios here in Ogden. Ooh, yeah. Jared Smith, and uh turns out pretty fantastic, so I'm really happy for her. And uh, I'm also happy to be here with you today, Thomas. Nice, nice. Heard you, you were telling me a little bit. Uh, you had a door-to-door salesman come to your come to your door, or were you out? Were you outside? They or? typically do come to the door, Tom. And uh, what happened was the door were there, and I kind of surprised them because I popped out the side door, and they came to chat with me about changing cable farm and you like your country and you want to tune into the country music fest it's not on Mm -hmm. television which is going to reach they're just pointing down the street and you can see you know four other houses with solar panels and i was like you know that's fantastic because (laughs) i'll hear you out what do you got it's not solar panels okay i don't have time to talk to them because i i'm tired of shooting them away but with cable uh you know xfinity has served me okay but they can they can take a walk yeah, I mean, is the, was the price point, you know? It was less than half, just for internet, less than half of what I pay. And we probably have like, I don't know, five to ten channels on our cable. And we watch Hulu, Netflix, you name it. We've got all the streaming services, Disney+, Plus, Smart TV, all that bullshit. So just the, we don't sit there, although my wife does like to watch the news. That's the only yeah. thing. But I'm pretty sure we could stream the news at... You know, three and a half times faster than we have the internet now. Well, that's the thing, too, is like all these TVs have digital converters in them. You just go buy a fucking antenna. I think I bought my last antenna for like 15 bucks. And then you've got, yeah, you've probably got on that. I've probably got more than 10 channels just off of my digital antenna plugged into my TV that we pretty much use for football. Like that's pretty much all we use it for is to watch football on Sundays. And yeah, occasionally if I decide to get up early, have a couple cu- cups of coffee, I'll turn on the news. But also, the weird the news is weird anymore, man. He's just like, it doesn't matter what station you watch; it's just weird. I don't know I mean, why you'd want to sit there and watch it necessarily, other than maybe seeing what the traffic is before you leave for work, or yeah. how the weather might be if you don't want to look at your phone, or to see if there's something crazy going on nationally yeah, there's almost literally nothing the news can do for you that you can't just you don't have in your pocket already you know that's right but yeah that's a that's a interesting that's that's our opening line is like dude we're, we're not here for to talk about solar i promise it's brilliant and uh, yeah. i said hey as a salesman myself i said that's great yeah. and i'm like what else you got yeah yeah i i don't think i've had a door-to-door salesman for years but I mean, it was kind of like, though, the the Mormons, I guess, are kind of almost door-to-door salesmen living here in Utah. They want everybody converted. They don't stop at my house. They never have. Yeah? I haven't, I haven't once had the Mormons come to my house. It's been a long time since I've seen them, but they used to come by all the time. When I was when I was down a few blocks and over a block from here, um, yeah, they would stop by occasionally. And I'd just be like, it'd be like on a Friday night when you like already are a couple shots in and a few beers deep and you're just like, yeah, sure. I'll fucking talk to you. Let's fuck. <laughs> I could use a good combo. I'll smoke with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the last time I had one, it was, I mean, I guess they're all young, but it was this like younger girl. She's, I don't know, 19 or something. I'm not going to say she was like, she was okay looking, but I wasn't like attracted to her or anything. But she, you could tell she was really like meek and kind of reserve, and she had this older person with her, kind of trying to get her out of her shell. Yeah. So I was kind of nice and like, oh, you know what? Okay, give me your little, give me your thing, and I'll I'll try and work with you a little bit here. But I think I think you're really like like alluding to something that's really important as far as like interpersonal development, and I think that if you haven't done door to door sales or you haven't made a cold call and you haven't reached out to somebody who 
literally probably doesn't want to talk to you. I mean, you have to approach mm. it like you want them to talk to you. And yeah. you, you have a message you want to get across. You don't want to fire hose them with a thousand different things all up front. But you need to talk to them like a human. And even if you're a meek young lady who is trying to maybe just talk about the good word of the, their Spread Lord. Spread your gospel or right. whatever. Yeah, you do. It is kind of a sales pitch, man. It really is but kind it, of a sales pitch. It and totally is. And it's also just uh, some, uh, it's like a threshold that you need to cross over, I think. And it's a, an important learning development. That's like, I think we were talking a couple of weeks ago about like people's, fear of public speaking and shit oh, yeah, like that. Time. And even, yeah, just going up to some random person's door and knocking on their door. And that, that could be tough for some people for sure. You well, know what you, I mean? You do that 150 times in a day and you're going to change how you talk to people. You're oh, going to yeah. change how you approach the next person you talk to. And, you know, it's going to give you a little bit more of an edge when someone tells you no. And you realize hearing no is just... The first part of salesmanship. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, learning to hear no. And, and and then sometimes, like, if you can get, like, a no why or no, ask them, you know, why no, that can kind of, like, lead you down another road, too, to try and figure out, okay, well, what's the problem? Why don't you want this product or whatever? Of course, overcoming mm-hmm. objections is the name of the game in salesmanship. Yeah. And, I mean, there's super easy ones like, oh, I have to ask my husband because he's not home right now. Well, what would your husband say if he was home right now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's what lots of different thoughts? things you can, you can yeah. do. I, this one time when I was doing sales at a, a retail company right here in Utah, and uh, I had this guy call in, and he wanted to buy some bar stools for his man cave downstairs. And I got him all the dimensions, asking him, you know, how high is his countertop, making sure he had like the 15 inches or so, good leg space, making sure everything was nice, got the right fabric. He wanted the leather and like he he got the thing that he was going to want. And it was just too good that he just said, oh, man, this this is great. But I just need to I need to make clear it with my wife. Uh, And it's the end of the month. And I'm like, I need my sales quota and I needed more cash in the bank so i'm like come on i'm like let's just go ahead and get this you just described everything you wanted and we found you the perfect chair so obviously you're already looking so like yeah why are you gonna stop you're gonna go you're gonna walk all the way up to the door and then not walk through it you know what i mean and you know if you're not gonna do it for yourself do it for me (laughs) yeah the guy on the phone you've never met (laughs) and you know what he did damn it he purchased those bar stools Hell yeah. And everything was going great until he returned those bar stools. <laughs> yeah. And like a week or two later, he immediately returned them and he called customer service. And as a salesman, I didn't get to talk to him, but yeah, uh, his wife wasn't happy with the purchase. Um, but you know what? He got the job done and I helped get the well, job done when he needed to get it done. And there was a chance. So, you know, and I wonder if it was like, I don't know, because if he was describing the thing he wanted, and that's the thing he got. I mean, it, I picked it out. We went, we went and picked out the colors together. We went, and I, I measured the heights of everything and made sure he got exactly what he needed. He measured the heights in his own house and we nitpicked all those objections and just, you know, I, you can't ask for a better product, but yeah. his wife was not happy with the product and it was not what she would have picked out. Of course. That's, but again, that's why we have great customer service in this world. Yeah. And that's where it's almost like, maybe easier to sell to women because sometimes maybe men just like men. I think men would be more upset about the cost of the item versus what the item is. I don't really care what the bar stools look like, but you spent how much? Like, That's, a you good know? Point. That's a good point. Now <clears throat> um, I had a, a really great confrontation with lady and it was one of the first uh, big issues I had as I was training a bunch of salesmen and I was on the call and I was showing them, um, you know, how to, how to, you know, basically make the, the call happen. And then lo and behold, since I was logged into my number, I got a call from a lady who was not happy with her purchase that I had made several months earlier. Months had passed. Really? And I had sold her a, uh, a director's chair. Uh, you know, one of those tall chairs uh, oh. with a flimsy back and some little arms. Yeah. Like you'd see on a movie set. And she was unhappy. You know why? 
because the chair was only 14 inches tall. It was for a doll. And she's the one who bought it. And she picked it out. She, and I told her everything about it. And she said, I'm a school teacher and blah, blah, blah. And this is terrible salesmanship. And you guys didn't represent it. And I'm like, ma'am, if you had read the description, as you probably tell your students to read the entirety of the instructions the on whatever syllabus. assignment they're doing. Yeah, read the syllabus. You, know? you would have seen that it's 14 and a half inches tall. So I didn't yeah. know what you're buying this for. I didn't need to go into discovery. You already knew what you wanted to purchase. Yeah. So I let you purchase it. Yeah. I mean, what do you want, want me to you gate, had, you keep? You had some questions, our, but you, you know? had questions about color. You had questions about some other things. I, I didn't need to ask you whether or not it was for a doll or for whatever, but you got this thing. And I mean, I, I almost lost my shit because she just wouldn't let it go. And that was the first time I was probably like, I don't know, stand up ish and a little bit mean yeah or at least be like well look this is what you said you know like, just hey. like you would tell your students to read the entire paragraph yeah. of what you're ordering yeah i remember that shit in school that like they'd put little shit in the directions like write your name in this specific corner or write this number in this specific corner and you'll get extra credit and shit like that hmm. no i don't think i've had many of those yeah i i've yeah i didn't get a ton of them but i in high school I don't know. It seemed it was some tactic teachers around here had to like get you to read all the instructions so you can get like extra credit on the assignment. So you miss one question out of 10, but you wrote your name in this specific spot or wrote yep. whatever. Yep. And then, so you would make up for that missed question with the 10 bonus points on the, you know, cause you did whatever silly shit was in the directions. Uh, again, on the same lines, I had a hockey coach that did, he was a high school history teacher at a different school than mine. And he, we had like a video day where we would just go and review some footage and just kind of see what was going on in the game where he probably picked out a few different parts of the game that were like not really happening so well or, or were happening well. And he wanted to say, Hey, we need to do this more. And yeah. then, so he gave us a little pop quiz and it was just like a bunch of random questions. It's just random questions about, it was probably 20 questions. And yeah. As a teacher, I'm like, okay, so he wants to maybe gauge how good of a student we are or, or how diligent your, we are. Or your understanding of what, you know, what you guys are doing. But it had nothing to do with hockey. Oh, really? <laughs> it was just random ass, probably history question or something. Maybe he gave uh, some of the high schoolers or something that he was teaching. Huh. And it was just, it was too good. And so everyone filled it out. And it was probably, you know, 15, probably 17 to 20 of us filled it out. And our goalie was the only person who got it correct. When he wrote for every answer, beat Coventry, beat Coventry, beat Coventry, beat Coventry. Oh, because it was... that was the team that we were going to be facing next. And so his whole focus was on beating that team. And he's like, right here. And he holds up the piece of paper. I mean, what would he have done if no one answered with the intent that he was looking for? There was nothing in the directions. But that's the kind of attitude he was looking for. And he's like, this right here, this dude right here, he knows yes. what we need to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good. That's that's pretty interesting. I like that. I like that. Yeah, and nothing in the directions either. And he's just like, that's what he's focused on. That's what he needs to be focused on, especially for a sports mentality like that. That's, that's pretty genius. It is pretty I like genius. That. I knew a dude who said he shit in his baseball coach's peanut butter in his mini <laughs> fridge, dude. He told me this story. I'm like, no fucking way you did that. He's like, dude, I got fucking, like, I almost got expelled for it. Ridiculous. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, well, yeah, because I don't know. So I think somebody almost killed on him. him. Yeah. Well, he just, <laughs> he didn't mix it in or anything. He just, like, shat in the half empty oh. <laughs> jar of peanut butter in the coach's mini fridge. I don't know, because his coach, like, did, like, I don't know, was doing some stupid shit to him that was like, like okay, this is getting ridiculous. I'm going to get him back. And yeah, dude, I guess it was this whole big thing, bro. And yeah, I think his name was Troy. It's pretty cool, dude. I worked with him at that uh, ice cream place in high school. Oh, yeah. He's one of those dudes where I almost like me and him probably never would have really been friends. But like working together, sometimes sometimes you just find bonds with people. You find a reason to bond with somebody because, hey, if we're going to be stuck here for the foreseeable future, we might as well be okay. Yeah, yeah. So then we started saying hi to each other at school and shit and... 
I was like metalhead and he was like a jock, but I was also in shape and played basketball. So I, I don't know. It just kind of worked out. He was a baseball player. You're the, the guy who shit in the coach's <laughs> peanut butter, right? Yeah, dude. I was like, I didn't ever, I never heard that story. And I don't know. Maybe he was just blowing steam up my ass to just. I got a new bring... fucking flavor ice cream for you, <laughs> fucking coach. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that was pretty interesting. But yeah, yeah, sales and and the door to door salesman too. That's got to be a tough job. And then yeah, it just kind of made when you were telling me that made me think. Yeah, basically being a missionary in the church and going door to door. It's kind of the same thing. Like, yeah. if you're charismatic and engaging, it can go a long way. I mean, I always invite them in. I always have a little bit of a conversation because as a salesman myself, I just love to hear how they're going to approach the situation, especially especially if they've got a trainee with them because uh, they yeah. have to be super, you know, on point. And it's also just, you know, it really sucks to go door to door and get your fucking shit blown apart by about 30 people in a row. And then one nice, sweet old lady talks to you. And then she's like, I don't, I actually don't know what you're talking about. And you're <laughs> but, like, son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> and then you have to go up another 30, 50 houses before you get somebody who's actually maybe interested in your product or service. Yeah. But it is kind of interesting, too, to take the... Because I, once I started doing like sales like that, it kind of gave me a new appreciation for people who do do, do that. So, yeah, sometimes you do want to hear their pitch. And if they have an, an apprentice or a trainee with them, then you can kind of help them use that as like a training learning experience for them. Yeah, and maybe ask some questions that you otherwise probably don't even care about right you know I, mean, what I, mean? I told him what he was doing well uh just because i would do that anyway i'm just like you're absolutely right there and uh he, and then the, the trainee was today was like well why didn't you offer him the service at 70 dollars?" and he's like well because you know it's only showing up that he's using this much you know download speed right now so i wouldn't need to upsell him and i'm like that's making you look really good. Yeah, that makes me almost want to buy it even more exactly. if you're so, not trying to sell me more than I need. You know. So I, I just went through the program and I just let them, I said, hey, look, I'm not going to make any decisions today. If you have any paperwork, give me an email, give me something. And again, everyone's paperless these days and he's literally holding borderline nothing. He's holding a tablet. And so yeah. I'm like, when are you going to be around again? And he's like, I'll be around Friday. Boom. Come on, come on down. Give me a little time to talk. Four o'clock Friday, I'll see you at my house, and we'll have a little chat. Well, that's what I'm saying. For paying less than half the price of what you're currently paying, I mean, you could afford to get get that other little digital antenna for the basic channels and the news, and probably get another subscription or two and still be paying less than what you were. Even with the basic cable that they provide as well, which is probably way clearer and better than we have. Oh, they have And it's only... It's only like 125 bucks a month or something. And I think I'm already paying that. So I'm like, maybe we'll take a look into what the TV is in case my wife's dire need is to watch the news. (laughs) Do I need to pay another 60 bucks a month for you to be able to watch your five o'clock news? Or can we, can we find this online? Yeah. Does KTU TV five uh, have a hey, you got faster so you internet now, no, so you can just hop on stream it. Bing bing bing. <laughs> yeah. All over the house. We'll exactly. TVs in every room. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All the faster savings. internet. Like all the savings. We'll buy more TVs. We'll put them everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can have a. We'll get you a TV in the kitchen. Well, mm-hmm. I, lo- I love the dudes that come to the house and they, they'll talk to you, and uh, sometimes they get the best of me too, um, and I'll have to schedule an appointment for them to come show me their vacuums and all sorts of like weird vacuum air purifiers and things. And, uh, and I'll have to sit through a huge presentation and, and then make it a free something here or there. A free dinner or something. Well, no, it's like a, a free air purifier or something. Oh, but, shit. I, but I'm That's... still like, I'm interested and they're good, dude. They are good right on their feet. Just like, I, I don't know. It's not, not just memorizing a script. It's just free flowing with and loving the product that you're doing. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't love this fucking air purifier that also turns into a vacuum, but like <laughs> you're doing such a good job. And I'm just like, you know, passionate about what they do. And I'm passionate about understanding about what they're doing. And there's some real shitty ones that come to the house. Again, I'm like, 
hey, look, I'm going to be honest with you. If if you just uh, maybe gave me a little information up front about this or, you know, you had something to give out to me or or maybe if you introduced yourself this way, because some mm. people really fucking drop the ball. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't have a problem saying, hey, look, do you mind if I give you a little advice? <laughs> yeah, just for the next guy, because... Because hey, well, I know you're gonna go next door. I think I, I think the one of the last ones I, not the last ones, but one of the ones I actually remember. Like he was, he had the sales thing down. This was maybe 2010 to 2012. Holy so shit. this was a yeah. Like Most a of our listeners ago. weren't even alive then. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But um, yeah, he was selling magazine subscriptions. And I'm just like, what is that? I know. Yeah. And back then that was kind of like the tail end of that. You yeah. know what I mean? So he was, I'm just like looking at my phone like, dude, I don't, why would I need magazines? And, but he was engaging and super charismatic and he was really going for it. And he even talked about getting the price down. He had his whole spiel like on point. And so, so I, I sat there and engaged him for a while, but I was like, it's like, dude, I just, it's not the wave of the future. Like I don't, I don't own a de- dentist's office. I don't, I don't need magazines for you know people to sit here and look at. Like I don't like they're gonna pile up and then I'm gonna throw them all away and not and read you, them. You know, and what you I mean? also know that they're selling people on this stuff being that charismatic. They're selling so many people on this stuff that it's like people have such a hard time saying no. A lot of people do, yeah. And so it's a fantastic way to do sales sometimes because people can't say no to it. They're just like, oh, this young man, this young lady's coming by, and just, and and you're like, their their livelihood kind of depends on it. They they might get some commissions off it, and they could get paid like the minimum hourly rate. Yeah, the shittiest hour hourly wage. And have to fucking walk miles and miles. Yeah. And I used to even not just go door to door, because that's when you get your pitch right. That's when you actually learn what works, what doesn't work, and just saying, hey, look. I'm not here to talk to you about solar because you're like, thank fucking God. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Everyone's been talking to me about solar lately and I'm like, fuck off. Did you know those solar panels only have like a, up to a 25 year life? And then it's like the material, the way they make them, they don't even know how to dispose of them. So like California is starting to have like a big, like a, well, like whole, a problem well, with all their solar. Too. Yeah. Well, they, they eventually stopped charging and. And all that. Mm-hmm. And so now they're having a problem with all these solar panels that got put in 20, 25 years ago because they're starting to go out. And it's like they're just collecting in a junkyard somewhere. No, I could expect like, a 25 year old solar panels to like shit out real soon. But even the ones out today, you know how much gasoline and fucking everything manpower they need to go mine all of the fucking shit I, you it, need for your to battery? To make this stupid little solar panel. And you know mm-hmm. how little they would need to do to make you fucking a generator. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't yeah, want, you don't want the $6,000 price of the generator up front, but you're going to fucking solar panels are so expensive. Now yeah. on the contrary, you're filling out your taxes and shit and they're like, Oh, did you upgrade your home? And I'm like, Oh, motherfucker. Right. I got a, I got a water heater. And I spent fucking six grand or at least on that. Oh, shit. And so I'm like, boom, tax break. And it's like you get yeah. solar panels are like, boom, tax. But again, you still spent the money on the thing. Yeah. How often, how often are you using it? Only one time have I, have I seen my neighbor's lights on when my lights were off. My lights have only gone off like once or twice in the past several years. And for like, what, an hour or two at yeah, that? Not, you know what I mean? Nothing, <laughs> like, nothing, like, nothing unreasonable. Yeah, yeah, and but I saw their lights, and I was like, "Sons of bitches!" <laughs> oh, so your bathroom fan works or something? Like, I mean, it <laughs> yeah. can't be like, yeah. "Oh, the shit smell ain't staying in your fucking, bathroom." You're not bro. running the Traeger. You're not fucking. You're not doing yeah. anything. You're not yeah. running amplifiers downstairs or doing anything crazy. Now, I would get one of those. Like, I've seen a couple of little those uh, portable, um, like charging units or whatever you can plug your phone in they have usb ports and they they have solar panels that pop out or whatever so like i get a little unit like that maybe for camping to make sure my phone's charged or something like that but yeah i did like the panels on the house i'm like meh i've got like a marine battery that that i bought that that i'm going to use for uh, the trolling motor on the boat 
And I got this like the the you know the boat casing that it goes in, and it gets strapped down. It's like and uh, it's got all these like little eaves on it, like a roof, to make sure water doesn't get in the battery, but it can also like not overheat. Yeah, breathe. Yeah, they do need to breathe actually. But, but it's also got all these other ports on it. So when we went camping last time up at uh, Flaming Gorge, I brought it with me, and man, it is heavy. Like, oh, it, yeah, it is a beast. But I'm like hooking this thing over to our, you know, our tent, put it down the ground. I'm like, you can plug your phone probably for like, you know, I don't know, a year or two. With the, yeah. the size yeah. of this battery, like this thing's yeah. going nowhere. I haven't charged it since. And it's 100%. It's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I've seen some of the other ones. Like the one, I can't remember it's the name of it because it was pretty cool. This one dude I follow, he like did it. He's been, he did reviews for a little while on it. You know, testing it, you know, or yeah, using it, testing it, recharging it, using it again, just to like test its durability, I guess. And, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Like you can plug it into the wall and charge it, but then, yeah, it's also got these little solar panels. You can pop out and charge it that way. It's interesting. Obviously takes a lot longer with the solar panels, but it still charges it. Yeah. And you can still run shit off yeah, it. Yeah, my mother-in-law likes doing that stuff. And she brings, like, these big old pads of solar panels out for, to charge, like, various items when we're camping. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Those things, I mean, again, how long ago were they created? Are they going to crap out on yeah. the technology? And how they create the electricity is not always all there. And, you know, I was talking to, I think, my coworker about this the other day. You know, talking about this little charging thing. And he's like, yeah, but like, I mean, how often when you go camping, do you want to like use your phone or your tablet? Like when you're camping, it's not really like it kind of defeats the purpose to like start using electronics. There's some, there's some situations I could see it useful, but I do know. Yeah. It's like, okay, I want to hang out. Let's be honest. It's emergencies. Yeah. Yeah. It it really is. I just fucking broke my ankle and I am down. I was going fishing. I'm down. I buy the water. It's dark. Yeah. I'm not going to get back. Yeah. I need somebody to help me out. Yeah. Or something like that. Told you to wear <laughs> boots. <laughs> yeah. You wore, you wore your low cuts, not your high tops. Oh, you, you didn't bring the battery charger, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one thing, I guess. If you don't have it, you can't bitch at you for not having it. Because if you buy it and don't bring it, then... uh yeah, if you buy it and don't bring it, and then you need it, then you're definitely going to hear about that. That's so. right. And so I bought that new-ass marine battery with my fucking straight-up crazy-ass case for it that's all strapped in. You push a button, it tells you how much battery it's got in it. It's got all these charging ports in it. But again, yeah. why did you fucking bring that thing? Uh, <laughs> it's so fucking heavy. Why'd you? And we have all these like other different battery charging ports, and I'm like, because when shit hits the fucking fan... I got battery for fucking a yeah. long time. Yep. I could start that car. I could start that truck. I could start an RV. Yep. I mean, I could power so many things. Yeah. And yeah. you didn't even have to carry it. I did. That's the thing. Yeah, I could. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you had to carry it. But yeah, no, I could definitely see where, yeah, just having it at least would be a I guess security blanket type thing, you know, just in case, yeah, you got broke down out in but fucking nowhere and well i'm not uh, yeah i'm not gonna leave a fucking battery in the car though or anything like that so i mean other than the one that's under the hood yeah but this is something for camping okay but again you're on the boat and hey you've taken so many pictures of all the big fish you've been catching mm-hmm. and your battery's dwindling down or you know and that way i mean just the, it's cool it has that capability to yeah, it's power nice. phones and shit. Yeah, when it's really not for that, it's just to power the trolling motor and catch yeah. fish and get the fuck away from the world. Yeah, yeah, true that. Well, fuck, man. Um, yeah, I uh, was filling that first half. I'm actually kind of wanting to smoke real quick. You know what? I'll smoke with you. All right, we'll be back in a second, guys. Ding dong.
show must go on. Tom asks Doug back here. Yep. So, yeah, we're just kind of bullshitting about whatever. But, uh, yeah, a little funny story yesterday. Oh, this goddamn net will not go away. But, um, yeah, so it's, you know, kind of starting to get hot a little bit here. Finally, the heat's starting to set, it, sure set in a little bit here in uh, the old Utah. And uh, Utah. So, not to get into too many details, but my landlord moved his cousin in. He's only been here a month or so. Haven't really needed the AC yet. And, I don't know, a week ago, he just asked me, he's all like, hey, dude, do you know how to turn the AC on here? And I'm like, I I don't. Like, you know, my landlord's always just had that worked out. So, I I even told him, I was like, yeah, maybe before you give him a call, I'll come up, help, I'll come up and help you, like, look for it or, right. you know, get it set, turned on, all that stuff. And so I hit him up yesterday because yesterday was getting kind of muggy in here, dude. Yep. And uh, so I go up there and we're looking for it, dude. And we cannot find the thermostat, like, it, which is weird, too. Because so I guess for everybody listening that I have a thermostat downstairs here, but it's been unplugged Didn't, and it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, it I, doesn't work. Well, the best part is, is that where you're going with this? Is that you, un- you, you took off the thermostat so that way... No, no. That was just a good, but yeah. Uh, so Tom ass unplugged. He took the thermostat <laughs> off the wall. And we had a little running bet <laughs> yeah. on how long it would take for uh, his lady to notice how long there wasn't a thermostat. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. And I forgot it, it about that. It lasted like a week and a half, two weeks, and I think I, I had to bet on like three weeks or something. So uh, yeah, you got I the best of me there. That. Yeah. She immediately figured that out. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what women like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't touch the fr- fucking thermostat. It's a man's job. All you women sorry. listen. No, I'm not trying to be misogynistic or anything, but do not touch the fucking thermostat. I'm sorry. No, I, uh, I like my wife touching the thermostat because I don't know. She's very particular about it. And uh, uh, honestly, I want her to be comfortable. Yeah. And yeah, not, I guess. She doesn't like go from crazy range high to crazy range low. She's good at opening windows and like letting the breeze in. Where I, I almost just think, yeah, my lady might be more like, "Ooh, I'm a little chilly. I'm gonna turn it up." Time it's to like, oh, yeah, it's like, yeah. I want to get back to summer. Can we yeah. get back to summer? <laughs> yeah. I'm, so I'm not all about that, but uh, anyway, so I'm up there with the dude. Like five ten minutes, we're looking like behind pictures and shit at some point because it's wow. like, how is there not a thermostat up here? <sighs> Turns out he, I guess, like so he called his cousin, and he's got this little like snowboard display thing where it's like got like three shelves angled up though, and he's got like two boards, two snowboards per little like angled shelf thing. He's like under the never summer board, just pull that uh, one out, third one down. Yeah, dude, he's all like, oh, they're behind the snowboards. It's like, god damn it, dude. So we finally found it. Then of course the thing wouldn't turn on. He told me there was a breaker down here. There's no breaker down here. Um, but so the, not the water heater, but the, you know, the thing that pumps all the air through the house. Fucking, um, I had that thing open because it was making noises and I wanted to like keep an eye on it. You know, when we still were running the heater, it was making noises and getting like, you know, condensation and shit. So I ended up closing that thing, and right as I closed the door to that, because I had left it open for a few weeks, and right as I closed that, everything kicked back on. So I'm like, there's no way. Is it that must have completes little tiny sensor Something some that completes the connection, I guess. Wow. Yeah, super weird. But, I mean, yeah, it's just weird. It took us forever to find it, and it that wouldn't turn neat. on. So that is neat. We are the same height. That is neat. <laughs> yeah. But, uh yeah, so I don't I don't know if that fixed it or what, but uh, I don't know. It's st- the thing's still making the same humming noise though. Every like feels cool as shit minutes. in here right now. Is the AC on? Yeah, that's yeah. It feels nice in here, so I'll take it. I'll take a little no, bit I of humming noise. I just open the windows, but I'm up here on the mountain, so yeah, yeah. I've I've actually been opening this window, and uh, I found three screens. So I think I'm gonna put some screens on screens, these windows that screens, were screens. Yeah, yeah. 
Just that sounds really nice. Yeah. Let the Keep let the, the breeze in. out. Let the breeze in. Yeah, and his dog. Because if you leave the door, the window open, his the dog ants, will try and come ants in. Ants have been go- running rampant lately for me, and I think they're coming in somehow through the window. And we had some late night adventure of uh, caulking the, uh, the the new renovations that we had done in our kitchen. Oh yeah. And so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead and throw some caulking down." And all these little cracks and crevices all around uh, the little platform around my kitchen sink. It really slowed down some ants because they were cruising on in. But then even in the basement, there was nothing in the basement to eat. And I see some ants crawling and I'm like, they're coming in through the window downstairs. So, and I leave that open because, you know, the cat box and, and I work downstairs as well. So I just want some fresh air and I like to look outside. Yeah. So here's one thing I've kind of like had a little bit of a theory about is with the amount of snow we've got this year. Do you think that's going to make the bugs really bad this year? Well, I do think that standing water is going to certainly increase the mosquito population. But I haven't, I haven't like seen maybe one mosquito this year. I did when I went out to the ATC the other day to throw. Uh, just after work, I stopped there, and for the first time, because they're that little stream Dude. they got running through. Yeah, and you walk was... through that grass and just stirs them all up. Yep. And I remember I've done that many a day, and just here you go, and now you got thirty mosquitoes chasing you. Dude. So you play a little faster. Yeah. And I, I, dude, I got one. I got a bite right on my kneecap, dude. Like right where the bone is and stuff, and. It, been so annoying so annoying right on the kneecap i don't know if i've ever got that before but yeah so yeah they were kind of bad at the atc i went to rp on monday and they weren't too bad i mean there was like hole 16 like hole 16 always is and that place is notorious with the little swamp areas on the sides yeah for yeah it's a disc golf course that we play at yeah river park Pretty cool. And that, yeah, that place certainly breeds some spectacular hummingbirds. I mean, mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I blood. don't even know if I'll go to the fucking fort today or this year, dude. Yeah. The fort is yeah, like opening everything. up here in the next uh, week or two. Yeah. But for every, if anybody plays disc golf, everyone knows the fort was where world, 2021 Worlds was world at. World Championship. Yeah, it's a World Championship course. It got flooded this year, dude. It got absolutely flooded because of all the the snow and stuff. And then all of a sudden the heat hit. It's been been unplayable for a month, months. two months, and, yeah, at hole, least two months. Holes one through eight are completely flooded and still unplayable. And as they open it up, that they, they will still be unplayable. But um, you know, there's a disc golf shop, disc. Distracted over there. Distracted. So go ahead and check them out. I think uh, you can check them out online, right? Check them out on the web. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, or at least on Facebook. I know you can get them. But. Either way, uh, yeah, check out the shop, and also, uh, yeah, definitely don't play one through eight unless you want to go fishing yeah, or walking through mud. Because yeah, just because the water is receding now. Everything has been underwater for months, and it is going to be soaked as shit. And the main pain point comes that uh, Tom and I and, and a bunch of dudes really helped at getting that course set up and doing some community service work and like just really putting effort in to stack logs, clear brush, and make it mm. playable for worlds. And now it's absolutely decimated, and everything got washed away all the lining of the logs on the sides of the course and tee pads. Yeah. Well, and I've even seen, I'm pretty sure some like trees and stuff have come down too, because they just, they got so soaked at the roots that the ground was so soft that it couldn't actually hold the weight of the trees anymore. Totally wiped them away. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Washed them away. So brutal, brutal. But yeah, that was, uh, I don't know. Where did that story start? I don't know. Whatever. So I was going to ask you. Um, I saw this. Is, I don't know. I, we all know what acupuncture is. And I just saw it the other day on, on the old tube, the TV. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't, I just don't know if I could do acupuncture. I mean, what about you? Well, I think that, uh, I've never tried it, but I mean, I do believe that there are connections in different parts of your body to other parts. And they say like even people who do like foot massages, that different parts of your toes and feet really affect. And if they are massaged or touched properly can really affect different parts of your shoulders and back and neck like mm. fucking shit you're sticking a needle on my fucking toes but yeah that's as this... far as sticking needles in my back maybe i could be okay with that i i might i just it's for me it. yeah it's the they barely go in right I, yeah i'm not i don't know i don't really know a whole lot about it but i do know they stick needles in you and that's kind of the part that gets me a little you bit can't like, see I'm like it, though. i don't really like needles you so you can't see them yeah that's i was just wondering like it, does it almost hurt like a tattoo or something? You know what I mean? Like, no, I can't possibly. I mean, I uh, watched my wife get tattooed today. She wanted me to go to her appointment that I set up. And, I mean, you're getting stabbed thousands of times. And people love their tattoo therapy. I mean, yeah. I won't use any numbing cream or anything. And I think it's, I you know, you earn it. You know, you just have get, to earn Get one on your you ribs, should. bro. <laughs> that yeah. hurts, Again, dude. I'm not... I'm not retarded. Uh, I, I do. <laughs> so I am. Yeah. And I'm sorry to even say that word, but I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm not uh, going to go ahead and do something like get it in the worst possible place. I have found some bad places with getting tattooed, but yeah, get it right. on some bone and things like that. But again, you're not going to get acupuncture there on a bone. Yeah, no, it's going to be more in the, the fat and towards the nerves and stuff. Well, mu- muscle, I think. So here's here's the question, though: Are you gonna let like a middle aged white lady do it, or do you want that old that old Asian lady who's been doing it for thirty, forty, fifty years? Because I want that old Asian lady, dude. If it's if I'm gonna get it done, I, like, I, I yeah. I mean, you're just stereotypically setting the set for. It to get done right, so yeah, I'm I'm down yeah, with that. Yeah, and I, I I almost don't even want her to be able to speak English. You know what I mean? Like, I I want to. Oh no, have she her, just stepped back. She just stepped gran- back. Yeah, her granddaughter communicate like translates for us or something. But you she'd know what see I mean? you. She'd see you in your beard and your hairy legs, and she'd be like, "Oh, I stab boy hard." Yeah, <laughs> boy <laughs> gets special treatment. Then get happy ending. No, <laughs> <Rough> needle ending. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I want that old stereotypical late Asian lady to give so me the you a- might, acupuncture. You, you might need to just travel overseas for that. Yeah, I don't know. They come to America, I think. Pretty sure. In containers. <laughs> forced slavery. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Well, let me know if you find one around these parts and maybe we can have her on the show. Or we could do a live <laughs> we could do a live recording right there and uh while you're getting acupuncture. Get acupuncture while we do a podcast. It sounds like a bitch thing. The, the show's gonna pay for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm okay. down. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still on the fence about if I would do it. But that, then again, too, it took me what thirty years before I ever got a uh, chiropractor done. Oh yeah, yeah. That, I remember that. Dude. That yeah, that first of that time we did it in the bus. Not to sound weird. I was gonna <laughs> say something similar, but. Yeah. There's no way around sounding how gay that is. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a mobile chiropractor, and I was a little hesitant. That was right after my accident or whatever. Yeah, we booked an appointment at the same time where we were working, and uh, so I was laying down on this bed that had these like roto, you know, back massagers while Tom was getting chiropracted, and then and then kind of switched off, and I went down on the bed and got chiropracting. And then he, I don't even know what fucking, how is this a verb or whatever? Chiro- yeah, chiropracting. He chiropracted I got, I got chiropracted. Yeah, he, he chiropracted my ass. But then Tom laid down on the massaging chair thing. Dude, remember that, t- like, like in the middle of it somewhere, he went to pop my back and he all popped up all like, holy shit, dude, like bright eyed. Like, I'm like, dude, no, I'm okay. That felt good. That's been years in the making. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so, so. It's a fantastic thing if you've never done it. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like I was kind of hesitant because if you don't get a good one, they can fuck you up. Oh, you know what people, I mean? 
probably easily been paralyzed. Some of that. I mean, and but people who are doing acupuncture are literally just putting tiny swords in you. Yeah, but it's they, not even a needle because I mean, is it a needle? I mean, it's not a. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's that hesitancy in the back of my mind where it's all like, I don't know. Like, I can take care of they, that with one quick stab. Yeah, if they stab you in the wrong spot, is it gonna fucking fuck you up somewhere? Like, leave leave like your left hand like that's not being I, able to that's grip what stuff. I'd be worried about is like, you know, there's your body's all connected, and if somebody does tap you in the right spot, maybe your foot goes numb. Like just like you're saying, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, I don't know, maybe that's something to look into is like reviews or something. But like I said, I haven't been paralyzed by <laughs> old Asian lady. Yeah. Oh, let's book her. Yeah, seems yeah. happy ending. Oh yeah, we're going with that one for sure. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I don't know. It definitely, like I said, there's there's some reserves I have as far as like if I were to do it. But even then, I also have, I like, just don't like needles, dude. So it's just kind of like, I'm like, meh. Do you know if they do it anywhere else? I think it's just in your back. So at least you can't see them. It's like, I've seen it. What I watched the other day is like, yeah, they go up like your neck a little bit. They'll do it in your face. And um, then it's, yeah, mostly your back and maybe part of your arms. I'm going to learn just enough Mandarin. To tell her to put it in your face. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I think like ladies get it in their face and it like tightens their skin or he some wants shit. It really, he wants it on his nose and right around yeah, his they, mouth. In between the eyes and shit, dude. That's Jesus. what they, they do it in between the eyes. Oh boy! And that's why I just started. Wants, set, I was sitting a there special, was like, special client right between the fingers. It, yeah, oh god! But that's what I'm just saying. I'm like, I don't know if I could sit through that. I really don't know. You have to sit, stab you through fingers. <laughs> stab you. She's playing the, like the knife game with your fingers with a needle. Right through the web of your fingers. She just puts you down to the table. <laughs> you, you have to stay. You go nowhere. Oh. Is that, is that, it's probably not PC to do Asian accents on there. Oh. He like better oh. foot? Oh, yeah. yeah, he wants some be- the bed of his feet, please. Yeah, yeah, get, the, get his feet. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I go in foot. I think they can do it on your ass and thighs, too. Well, and maybe I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe acupuncture is one of those things that gets like maybe not romanticized, but exaggerated in the movies. You know what I mean? Because I've never actually seen somebody in real life get acupuncture. So it's like in the movies, maybe they play well, up what, how many needles right. actually go in you. No, no. I think there's a bunch. Uh, just like the movies, I've known some people who've got acupuncture, but like the cupping and stuff like that's weird. When they what are, like, what are they cupping? They're cupping your ball sack before they stab it with a needle. Oh God! No, does it, it make it bigger? They put like cups on your back and they heat them up somehow, or they heat the cups oh, up, and, and it pulls uh, a, a circular section of your skin up into the yeah. It like draws into the, the cup, uh, the uh, the glass jar. Yeah, it draws the blood to the surface to maximize the effect uh, or something. I, I think is what it is. No, again, Eastern medicine. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. And we're not going to make judgments since we haven't done it before ourselves. Yeah, we literally, this is kind of mostly, like, pretty much all speculation. But have you ever seen, they got some smoking therapy, too, where they, like, they inhale cigarettes and then, like, put a straw up to your skin. And, like, they don't know if they suck a little bit to draw the blood out, but then they, like just basically drown your skin with like cigarette smoke and it's some weird like offshoot like it's not like a mainstream thing in china but it's like i'll smoke with you yeah <laughs> yeah i think i've I seen I something not, from vice I've not dude seen this gentle smoke therapy. Yeah, it was it was like one of those 15 20 minute docu- documentaries that vice yeah. used to do back in the day i've seen a lot of people like using smoke as therapy yeah but this is like cigarette smoke they're using so, I don't, but maybe they're just smoking while they're doing it. No, dude, they're literally blowing smoke through the straw on your skin and shit like that, dude. Leaving like little, little fucking almost black tar spots on your, on your body, dude. Well, maybe it's just like secondhand, like hash smoke or something. And I'm sure they have quite their cigarettes over there. Smoke. Yeah, their That's their cigarettes or whatever it is over there is going to be different. Definitely different than the stuff we have over here as far as Ain't cigarettes. Ain't no Marlboro. Yeah. Did you hear, though, uh, Vice can, uh, filed for, like, Chapter 11 bankruptcy? 
No, but the, chapter 11 is no big deal. Yeah, it you think fine. That, I don't They're care. They're just going to cancel out they, their debt and yeah, they, continue doing dumbass shit. Dude, they, do they, a lot, they actually be, do a lot of great videos. But. They used to be so much more interesting and like was kind of like anti-culture type stuff. and Not even anti-culture, just they weren't... They were reporting on things that like wasn't mainstream, and then all of a sudden they became like this woke company, and they like, got involved Again, in politics and yeah, all this shit. A few, dude, a few and, people in your company who are really going after that kind of stuff could really take it down. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is like when they used to do these weird, odd stories that nobody you'd you'd never hear about otherwise. I was like, okay, I can follow this. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're catching weird fish in a weird region. Interesting. Yeah. Yo, this this fish has human like teeth and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, now they yeah they well, they kind of got involved in the political sphere, dude. And it just seems like it's like it's like you're pushing this damn woke advent uh, woke agenda. And I'm just like, I don't, I'm not that interested. I've actually got, <laughs> I kind of, I, I, I've gotten banned off their page a few times. They've, they've kicked me off to where I can't like it and comment and I'll go back and like it. And then there was a couple times where I finally started getting, uh, like I would just come in and like, okay, don't say anything offensive or mean, just be like, prove why they're wrong, why they're wrong. And then they that still got flagged as like quote unquote hate speech and shit. I and once, I got I got like a seven day ban on Facebook. Once you get flagged or banned, like you are just on the radar. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm I'm not built for Facebook, dude. I'm really not built for Facebook. I just I don't even comment anymore. I'm eyeing him up and down. Oh, this is he uh, doesn't see him. He's built for this Facebook. Is, this is mentally, mentally, I'm not built for Facebook. Well. Just like every regular Karen, you know, sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and not comment. Yeah, that's that's kind of and where if, I've if gotten to. If you want to enjoy their interesting fucking content, just do it. Well, and just the woke content. But I mean, that's I mean that's a two way like street. The woke too. content. Then yeah. Again, but if you're gonna put your shit out there for criticism, and I criticize it, they're not. And then you not report there me. It's there for you. You report people. Yeah, but if you report me for me criticizing your content, then like someone, what, some, somebody's some other extra bonus Karen reported you. The, yeah, the, the page probably did. I mean, it takes they've a lot of time. They kicked me off their page, dude. They've kicked me like I'm all like, "What? Well, quit fucking around with them." Why? It's fun. Well, but then again, you're digging your own uh, Facebook grave there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's but, why and, I kind of just stopped, and I use it for our disc golf pages and like the the yard sale pages and stuff. Now I don't really. I don't really do anything. And then then every third or fourth fucking post is an ad now. And it's just like, okay. I've noticed like way less ads. I've been like saying I don't want to see this ad anymore. And it's all the same fucking bullshit. So, yeah, it's just kind of fucking ridiculous when you see so much fucking bullshit. And I get it. Like, I don't use it for much other than like band stuff or... Yeah, you know, see how my friends are doing from far away. So, oh, I got invited to a show at Kamikazes or yeah. something or like that. Or I just that, need you know? to say, hey, look, my child is growing up, and you idiots need to take a look and lo- love my child. Love him, God damn it! Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm growing further and further away from it, but it it does suck that they they did kind of find themselves in a niche where. They've, they have really connected people. So I'll give them that, you know, they have really connected people, which can be a good thing, but they, it does seem like a very money hungry company now, of course, you know, which, of course, yeah, that's the name of our capitalistic society. And that's what we're all going for. That's the most woke of them all. Now I've only been banned Uh, for a few things. One of them being for selling unused knives that uh it's just like a collector's edition of like a pocket knife and then a couple other knives like there's like three or four knives in this collector's set never used them in a case in a box you can sell kitchen knives you can sell deadly weapons but it crossed their weapons guidelines and then i appealed it and I got a bunch of messages from like people wanting to buy them, and like 
probably kind of sketchy people, so to definitely bring a knife to the interaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still got this one in my back yeah, pocket yeah. I'm not selling. Easily, yeah. easily. You know, I've, I've met tons of people and never, ever had an issue meeting anyone over Facebook for sale, selling things. I've sold, you know, uh, dozens of items. And some people come to my house. I meet some people at sketchy locations. Whatever. But these knives, I went ahead and told Facebook, I messaged, messaged them back and said, hey, these are just regular ass, like decorative knives. Decorative? You threw the decorative in? Of course I did. Because the they're, not, they're, they're not like for necessarily using. They have this crazy cool like skateboard type pattern on them. They're like probably from Pakistan. Hmm. It's like the yellow, green, red. And... That's cool. But it... th- then they let me have my post up again. And then they took it down again and said I violated their standards. I'm like, you just told me that I was within your standards. This, this one, like any time, like recently when I've appealed something, like in the last few months, I've appealed something. They don't even let you send them a message. Like the, It seems like that other category completely disappeared. And you have to pick these broad categories yep. of why you're appealing it. And yeah. you don't get to talk to anybody. They just all of a sudden send you a notification. And it's like, yeah, we reviewed it and said no. But and I said like, decorative oh, okay. knives and they let the thing fly. And then again, they somebody else, and I didn't even notice. I was like, you know, it's kind of weird. I haven't got anybody reaching out about those fucking decorative knives I've got. Because I'm like, I don't need them anymore. I went on the spree of like collecting all these knives for some reason. And I'd go to like pawn shops and pick them all up and like, ooh, these are similar. These are similar. These are similar. Oh, this one's wild. These are wild. Yeah. And just pick up different knives. And so as I'm cleaning out shit in my basement, I'm like, huh, you know what? Somebody probably wants these unused, gorgeous ass knives. So one of the biggest problems I have with selling stuff on Facebook is like, people not showing up. You know what I mean? Like they're like, Oh, I totally want this. I can't get there till tomorrow till five oh, though. Well, What's your address? And it's like, I'm no, you hit me up when you're on your way. Oh, exactly. I'm not, I'm exactly. not sending you my address or we'll meet up somewhere. Bingo. So everyone listening, they, they never respond to you. That's after what you that. need to do because a lot of those scams and I've had a couple, I've had two of those scams come by when I was selling a vehicle on on Facebook was just because they'll say, hey, well, actually, I need this report. And so you have to spend $26 on a report. And I was like, no fucking way. And then one time I did spend $23 or something on a report because they're like, oh, Carfax is going to cut it. I'm like, we can go down to the place I bought it together and get this particular report. And I yeah. hit up the guy I got it from because we're friends personally. And I'm like, let's go get this report together. Nope, spooked. Yeah. I did. I did get scammed once by buying one of the reports. I remember. I told you not to do that. Actually, but I think I, I, yeah, because I ran it by a bunch of people. I'm like, this is fucking sketch. I was like, don't it, it, like if that dude wants to report that bad, he can spend the twenty six yep. bucks on and, it. And like, they didn't. They didn't steal my credit card over that or anything. So it was all well and good. I just donated some money to a scammer. Well, almost like it was a, a a salesman, a, a con salesman, just. It's like, oh, I'll get money for every time somebody buys a report on yep. their vehicle know, from this place. What a fucking shitty way to fucking do business. But guess what? Yeah. I lost that one and ended up just not selling it. I took it right off Facebook. I was like, I'm done. Because that's the name of their game is they're just, hey, uh, oh, man, I work night shift. Uh, I don't have a car right now. I'm asking my buddies for a ride. I can maybe be here this time. And then you're just waiting and waiting. And, oh, oh, I couldn't do it. Oh, I couldn't get a ride. And they're just begging you to, like, either buy a report. Or I don't I don't even know what the other end game is. Because I've, I've done a dozen of people trying to talk to me the same fucking way. And I'm like, what do you fucking want? Like, yeah. you obviously aren't trying to buy the vehicle. But where I've already bought a report. Like... Not even the report. These are different, even non-report people that aren't yeah. even bringing up the fucking thing. Like, what do you even, where are you going with this? Do you just fucking suck? Yeah. Obviously, you don't have a car, so you kind of fucking suck already right now. Yeah. Well, and f- yeah, it's, it's, do you ever get the thing on KSL where like the, like you'll get a text from some dude. And he's like, 
oh, I really want this, but um, I am uh, out of state for work or some oh, yeah. shit. And, Go ahead. I want to send I'm, my buddy by. I'm going to have a moving company come and pick it up. Yeah, and I'll pay those costs. And I'll it's pay like, more. nope, dude. Big it, old scam. It's like, if you send me the money right now, if you send no, me the no, money right you, now. It, no, if you cash that, then they will immediately just withdraw it. And yeah, then they will here. fucking take your money. Yeah, yeah. That's where I would probably, if they sent me a check, I would probably go report it and tell the bank. Well, like, oh, they'll, hey. just, they'll send it to you digitally. And then you'll be, and, and that happened to me, or kind of reverse, which was really weird because that's happened too. Obviously, they want to send you money. No, no, I'll give you an extra $150 on top. My moving guy's going to come. Easy breezy. Yeah. And they no, either, either scam your bank account or they fucking steal your shit. But be careful because you know I mean? things are changing with AI because they're not going to have that broken English, weird ass fucking shit that you can yeah. easily identify as like, you're not someone who is local to me who's going to purchase this. But now they'll go ahead and, and just change change their ways. And I had somebody send me money on PayPal. Or no, no, they requested money and then it was like, my account was going all weird, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, I got some some dude who's, I don't even know how I got to, be, like, we're friends on Facebook, and he's been asking for my fucking cash app, and I'm all like, I just ignore him. I but it kind of makes you want to have a talk with your, like, with your parents and your grandparents, you know, because they, so keep tabs they don't on understand all that shit. Not at you know all. What I mean, if anybody asks you for weird money somehow, do not do it. And everyone listening... Please talk to your parents, your grandparents, aunts, uncles, and just like because if if they're like wanting the money money it. a certain way, yeah, I mean, you go scam your parents for money. Don't don't let some asshole yeah, take it. You know exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get worried because my mom hits me up about those kinds of things sometimes, and I'm like, she knows, and she's she's kind of losing it here and there. But you know what? She at least has the wherewithal to know that. I'm not going to give anybody this info. And it's too funny, though. I, I had somebody come pick up uh, something recently from my house. And just a regular-ass fucking dude in town. And I let him come to the house. And it was a big fucking thing that he had to put in his car. And he uh, he was like, do you do Cash App? And I was like, immediately, like, the yeah. fuck does Cash App? Yeah. Like, what kind mm. of fucking... But then he's like, oh, I can bring cash. That's cool. I was like, my All dog. Right. Yeah, but I'll he ended up PayPaling me, and there was two fucking old ass dudes sitting there in the driveway trying to figure out. I couldn't get into my PayPal because I needed to put in a bunch of security questions and shit. And I'm like, this, I'm losing my fucking shit. I'm like, what? You just yeah. brought some cash for this, and that's what I do when I meet. I'm like, either Venmo or cash. Yeah, that's where. I, like, I really like even downloading my my bank's app. Like, I'm just like, I don't really want any of my oh, no. bank information online right. at all. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant to put, yeah, I'm hesitant to put my damn card in on a website. Mm-hmm. Even Amazon, I'm like, nah. Yeah, I had my card stolen not too long ago. I went down to a show at the complex uh, when my wife was out of town and went with some buddies from my hockey team. And, you know, uh, I bought like the second or third round that we had. And, and that was about it. I, don't, I didn't spend any more money. I just bought that round. And then right after that, it was like, bing, bing, bing. And somebody in Louisiana was just blowing my card up, buying oh, like spa treatments and like getaways and all sorts of stuff. They probably spent like 600, 700 bucks, like nothing crazy. But my bank immediately hit up, not me, but my wife. For some odd reason, I'm like, I must have put her information in. Yeah, put her as a security or, or person or I, something. Maybe, I think I got her a card that she never used. But they reached out to her oh, instead okay. of me. And then she's like, what's all this about? And I was like, huh? What? <laughs> and I'm like, why are they reaching out to you? I'm like, I'm exclusively the owner of my card that I continually to use. But I don't know. I, she might have had the same number or whatever. But really strange. But they immediately, you know... Got everything reversed within Denied like everything. five days. They flagged and they're like, which ones are these charges? And so I click, 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 click. And I clicked all the charges, wanted to click more. But I just, <laughs> yeah. I just hey, clicked the be honest, honest amount. Yeah. And, and they were, you know, obvious 
charges that aren't me. Yeah. I was going to say something about my grandma actually it's got... not booze, got, you know. What, yeah. I, I got... I, my grandma got a call one time about... Uh, I don't know. It was like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. She gets a call. And it was the classic... Hey, it's your grandson. I'm in. I'm in jail. I need bail money wow, and stuff yeah. like that. And she, she, you know, she's pretty quick witted. You know, at least you know. She what do you get arrested for? <laughs> yeah, I. I she. That called, sounds like my she, grandson. Yeah, she called me the next day, and I was like, I was like, that was not me. And if you, I will never give you a call like that. And if it is, uh, you can ask me personal questions. What you know, what kind of personal questions would you have your grandmother ask you? Well, I'm not going to really reveal that on the podcast. Well, you can just ask me the question. Okay, just some general questions like, like what, what's your cat's name? A cat's name. Who's your siblings? Do you have any siblings? Uh, I don't know. There's just some, there's some questions I'm not going to put out there that she could definitely ask me. Yeah, of course, going to save a few. Yeah, but you know, like your grandma, your mom knows things about you that. Most people probably don't, you know what I mean. So like, there there'd be a way, but I'm like, just you know, how big's my penis? The last time I saw it, <laughs> yeah. it was uh, how many centimeters? <laughs> yeah, it was about my thumbnail. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, so that's that is scary. So, but yeah, yeah, I think we uh, covered a lot of things here, huh? I think we slapped his fucking ass in the fucking ground. Awesome, awesome. Well, fucking a, man. I think. Uh, might need a smoke, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, we'll talk with you. We'll talk with you? Smoke with you? Yeah, we might smoke meats with you. Yeah, put the grill on. Let's do this. Hell, we'll even joke with you. Huh. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha.